in terms of the role of young entrepreneurs like Harambians in moving Africa forward, if you look at history, really most transformations that have happened in development have been driven by private risk-taking, uh, sometimes with the support of governments, sometimes with the support of external institutions and so forth. Uh, but a lot of that risk-taking usually happens really well with young entrepreneurs who have the capacity, who have the bandwidth, who have the ambition to shape the world differently. And I see Harambians, young Harambians, as fitting that mode and playing that role for Africa. So I really think this is, is a powerful platform and a powerful place they're going. Welcome. You're listening to Harambians at Work, young African innovators who pledge to work together as one to build Africa's future. On today's show, we meet up with visionary venture capitalist Harden Makumbe, who is a co-founder and managing partner at CRE Venture Capital. CRE's portfolio is diverse and includes investments in top-performing Harambean-founded companies. The fund that I'm a managing partner of CRE Venture Capital has invested in several Harambe companies, right? So notably Andela, Flutterwave, and Yoko. And Andela has done an incredible job creating, you know, thousands of software developers in Africa who are serving international clientele and, you know, bringing this digital economy, digital knowledge into their home countries with the ability to set up their own businesses based on the technical skills that they've built. So, you know, that's a pretty powerful thing that Andela has been doing. Flutterwave, on the other hand, is enabling thousands of merchants across Africa to process payments through a single API integration. Um, and so far, those are millions of transactions. We see not too long from now a situation where Flutterwave is serving millions of merchants, enabling them to process billions of transactions on an annual basis, right? And the impact of that is pretty formidable. It's the difference between a merchant being able to accept a payment form and therefore making a revenue, therefore being able to support their family, therefore being able to support their community, versus not being able to accept the payment, which kind of just kills the entire cycle, right? And Yoko is largely kind of a similar thesis, uh, supporting merchants accepting payments in South Africa. And there again, you know, supporting thousands of merchants and processing, you know, thousands upon thousands of transactions already. So, you know, these are just three Harambe stories that we are very intimately involved in. In all three companies, we've been an early investor and we've continued to see them grow. And we've seen the benefits of them being in the network. In terms of the value of Harambe, you know, I see Harambe really as a, a home community, a community for entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs that we may invest in, entrepreneurs that we may be friends with, entrepreneurs that we may mentor, and also really a place where there are kindred spirits, right? People that I feel I identify with, people that we think we identify with, uh, and we want to be connected with. So it becomes a place where you share ideas, you feel connected, you support each other, and for me, that's probably the primary proposition of Harambe, being a home and a community for entrepreneurs in Africa. I think what's powerful about the Harambe Declaration is the worldview, right? A worldview that says we can actually do this. A worldview that says the Africa that we're fighting for is not some distant abstraction, but it's something that Okendo likes to say, something that initially is in, looks impossible, becomes improbable, and then becomes inevitable as you lean into it and press into it. And I think that attitude, that worldview, that perspective, more than anything else, makes these entrepreneurs feel empowered, makes us as a Harambe community feel empowered to wake up every morning and fight the good fight, right? And I think that's a pretty powerful thing. 
My hope for the continent of Africa is that this is the generation in which we'll see some dramatic changes, right? Again, if you look at history and look at comparable geographies in the world, I feel most of East Asia and, and perhaps Southeast Asia had a really incredible run starting in the maybe mid-80s, late-90s to where we are now. And I think Africa has a good shot at being at that inflection point. And I think actually the digital economy is a big part of how that could play out. So my hope is that we don't lose another generation. We don't lose another sort of epoch of history. But we really ride this and, you know, the Africa that we, we aspire to can become a real Africa. This podcast has been brought to you by Harambe. On behalf of a grateful alliance, thank you for listening.